0: Welcome back to the 21 Convention, 2018. I'd like to introduce to you a friend of mine and a friend of yours, Mr. Richard Cooper from the YouTube channel, Entrepreneurs in Cars, the website, entrepreneursincars.com forward slash community, and a guy who has a PhD in ZFG, Mr. Richard Cooper. How you guys doing? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. All right. What's up, my brothers from another mother? All right. So, all right. So I don't have to do the intro. We can hop straight into it. So, um, one of the things that has happened doing this thing on YouTube, this experiment that I call just uploading videos and pushing a button, um, you kind of have an impact on people's lives, and they ask questions and they feedback, and a lot of people have started telling me like. Why didn't I know this 10 years ago? Why didn't I know this 20 years ago? You're like the father I never had. So I've been working on a book this year and I put it off uh, because I was planning on releasing it for the 21Con. But um, these are some of the elements that are probably going to be in the final version of it. So we're going to hop into it. I got about 19 points. Hopefully we'll have some time for some Q&A afterwards. Um, Here we go. First one, son, don't let people make their problems your problems. Um, I learned this lesson, not from my dad, but one of my best friend's dad. He was an entrepreneur. He ran this circuit board plant. And one of the things that starts to happen when you have some influence in the world, as you're a man, and you're accomplishing things, you're putting your little dent in the universe, is people will come to you a lot of the times with their problems. And they often try to make their problems your problems. Some guys take them on. They play Captain save ho They'll rescue the single mommy. They'll go and bail somebody out of something that they screwed up in their life that they really shouldn't be bringing to my plate. And I think it's really important to understand one of the key components of life as a man navigating it in this masculine world that we're trying to run. You want to avoid the unhappy and the unlucky as often as possible because they will drag you down. Another way of, of putting it is poor planning on your part does not constitute an emergency on my part. Okay, Remember that. Embed that into your mind. Think about it. Because when people come to you with their problems that you don't need to make your problem, you can quickly default right back to this. Don't make your problems my problem. Some key areas. Ask holes. I love calling people ask And it's out of love. Because what they do is they come to you with all these questions, they ask you all these questions, and then they do absolutely nothing with it. These people are assholes. You avoid them as often as possible. They come to you once for advice, and they do nothing with it. The second time, that's on you. People that don't take ownership in their lives. Broke people. Unhealthy, obese people that haven't made self-care a priority for them. People that get poor life results. Had this friend of mine, um, he coaches entrepreneurs in the group Entrepreneurs' Organization, basically these retreat forums. And he explained the component of being very attentive to people and what they do with their lives and the kind of results they get out of it. It's like the tip of an iceberg. You only see the top of the iceberg. The level beneath that includes your choices, which then defaults down to your belief system. Your belief system every day, you get out of bed and you have these beliefs and you make choices about what you're gonna do with your day, what you're gonna eat, where you're gonna go, what you're gonna do for a living, the kind of women you're gonna spend time with, stuff like that. And it's really, really important to be attentive to people's results, because if you see people dragging around these terrible results in their life, It's because they got crappy choices from their shitty beliefs. So be attentive to people's results. Don't let their problems make your problems or become problems in your life, sorry. Constant complainers. I remember I had this, uh, this is a great story. I had this girlfriend in my 20s, and uh, she worked in this law firm. She was a clerk. She'd come home. I lived with her. Made the mistake of living with a girlfriend at the time in my 20s. Um, And she'd come home every day talking to me about Ghetto Pussy, who was somebody that she worked with in her office that she didn't think very highly of me. Always made disparaging comments every single day. All I heard about was ghetto pussy. Ghetto pussy that, this, that, and the other thing. Stay away from people. Don't let these people into your lives. They're going to be energy vampires. They're going to drain you. People that have a problem for every solution. J-O-B, it equals just over broke. Now I'm going to take some flack for this one, I know, because, well, Rich, you're an entrepreneur. Not everybody can do that. This is kind of a standard office workspace for many people that have, you know, resigned their lives to this. We got, we got Bob over here talking about his Wemyss report with Sally. Beth has her lunch on her desk over there. She's working on some spreadsheet that doesn't really matter if it gets done or not. And the entire office doing exactly the same thing. I'm a firm believer that if you want to have success in life as a man, if you want to navigate the world, put your little dent in the universe, you're not going to do it working for somebody else. You wanna consider these sorts of jobs, son. When I'm I'm talking about this talk today, guys, by the way, I'm basically looking at you, you gentlemen, the people out there watching this after the fact. There's guy's coming to me looking for advice. What should I be doing with my life? Well, these are the key components that I'm pointing to that you should be attentive to. C-level jobs, they matter. CIO, CTO, CTO, CFO, CEO. Now, to get to those jobs, by the way, you're gonna have to be one of these plebs for a while and work through the ranks for about 10 or 20 years. That's one way to do it. Medical professionals, top level sales. You wanna make six figures upwards of over a million dollars? If you're a exceptional salesperson, it can be done very well. Top level in STEM, science, technology, engineering, math. You guys already know that. And of course, my personal favorite, entrepreneurship. You are thinking anyway, so why not think big? I think your president said that, Mr. Trump. I don't know where that came from, but. Hey, where is he today? He's running the biggest country in the world, right? The most important place. Son, do not let LTR attention seeking women into your life. I'm sorry, don't, don't get into an LTR with women that seek attention from men. I posted this on Instagram a couple weeks ago. Fellas, if her social media account accounts aren't private and she isn't using it to run a business, sell a product or a service, then she is seeking external attention and validation. Attention is a coin of the realm for for, for women. She isn't just talking to you. Vine's a little bit outdated. I apologize for the wrong slide, but today it'll be like Instagram, Snapchat, something else. But you get the idea, right? If you see on her mobile device, alerts and notifications from 70 different places, her phone is always down. She's off in the corner looking at it, puts it down when you walk into the room. She's not just talking to you, fellas. She's talking to a whole bunch of other guys. Don't let these women into your lives. They're not LTR material. They're a plate to spin at best, and that is all. You will save a lot of time, aggravation, hurt, staying away from these sorts of women. This is kind of how women and men differ when it comes to using cameras. Guys point it out to the world, women point it to themselves. It's just the reality of it. There's a great book by, near AL, it's called Hooked, and how companies form these uh, habit-forming products. So products like, he talks about Facebook, other social media platforms, video games like Warcraft. And these notifications, the way that they're designed to run for uh, individuals that use social media platforms, and they dive into the notifications, are very, very addictive. It seems a lot more addictive to women than it is towards men, because you don't have this like phenomenon of selfies, all you got to do is go to Instagram and search hashtag selfie in case you guys can't see it on the camera as well. That's over 300 million posts. Okay. And they're all the same. It's all take a picture of myself. Look at me. Look at me. I'm over here. Pay attention to me. You don't want to LTR that chick like that. If she's posting stuff like that and she's not selling a product or a service in a business, stay away from her. If she is, hopefully she's making some money and she adds some value to her life too as well. This this here was really funny because I clicked on this, I mean, for obvious reasons. So I clicked on the story part, and I'm like, huh, okay. I never got that, by the way, but I got this. I don't know if you guys see these sliders on Instagram, on stories. Those of you that are familiar already know what it is. Those of you that aren't, you grab it with your finger and you slide it across to show the person how much you like what they're doing. So what this chick is looking for, hashtag selfie, blah, 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 slide across and tell me how much you love me. And there's probably three or four hundred beta orbiters that have done that to let her know how amazing she is today. She'll do it again day after day after day. Son, there are no cheat codes to life challenges. I post videos on YouTube. I know a lot of you guys have seen them already. Some of you may not. But um, there's always somebody in the comments looking for the shortcut, the cheat code to play the game on God mode and win at all levels without any kind of risk or any kind of problems. And they don't exist. They never have existed. Anybody that's gone looking for the shortcuts in life has never found them. And they've always found disappointment and failure. The very desire to find shortcuts makes you eminently unsuited for any kind of mastery. Robert Greene. Read that book if you haven't seen it yet. It's just Mastery, Robert Greene. It's a great piece. Basically talks about you have to put in the time if you want to get the results, 10,000 hours, seven years, something like that. Be attentive to the fact that you've got to put in the time if you want to be successful. There is nothing, and I mean nothing in life, that is going to come to you that has any value with no effort whatsoever. Son, stop ignoring red flags. Is this a Christmas parade? Is this a Halloween festival? Is this an LGBTQTXYZ parade? This is a Chinese Communist Parade. I have a saying on my channel, even in my private men's community, more red flags than a Chinese Communist Parade. And guys are incredible at ignoring these things. Fine for me, I mean, I book lots of coaching calls, I have the conversations with the guys, and I do it over and over again. Some of them unplug, some of them revert back to their old beta conditioning and subscribe to the ego investments that never serve them. But quite often, these red flags are right under your nose and you're just not paying attention to them and there's probably friends of yours that will point to them i'll be one of them i won't do it in a very nice way some people will call me an asshole, but i'll point right to the facts that's that's really all that i do is i just point to the facts and let the dots connect themselves so red flags when it comes to money so like money for example if you're getting credit card statements in the mail and it says it's going to take you 88 years and costs 10 times what you owe right now to pay off your debt, that's a red flag. You need to fix that, okay? Self-care, you get out of the shower, you look down for your Johnson, you can't see it. You're carrying a little bit too much belly fat, it's time to do something about that. Women, women's a big red flag. I don't know how many times I've had these conversations with men over and over and over again. Guys that keep going back to the same woman, dealing with the exact same problem over and over again, because they choose to ignore the red flags. They're looking at their beauty. They're looking at some history. But Rich, you know, we have something together, or we did this, or we have this memory. A buddy of mine says, um, you know, people are masters of two things. They know how to complicate their lives, and then they try to justify why they do it. And men are incredibly bad at that. Peer circles. You're, of course, going to become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You guys all know that. And job. Are you doing a bullshit job that has no impact, that does put no dent in the universe, and you sit in a cubicle every day and you're slowly dying? It's a red flag. Be attentive to those things. Son, you need to avoid women with daddy issues. That's a great one, isn't it? I'll I'll just read it out in case the camera doesn't get it. This is why she ends up in a stripper outfit by the third movie. If she resents men, she has daddy issues. If she doesn't have a good relationship with her dad, this is the key indicator of daddy issues. I dated a woman for about three years, hated her father, did not have any contact with him whatsoever. That was a nightmare relationship. I could have avoided that had I known that. And that was only recently. That, That was in the last six or seven years. So it's, you know, I'm an older man with gray in his beard now. She tries to control you. She separates you from your friends or she's crazy in the bed, crazy in the head. This is a very big tell. Crazy in the head, crazy in the bed. She does batshit crazy things on the street and in the bedroom. Be careful, be attentive. Does she have a good relationship with her father? Because if she doesn't, again, plate them, don't date them. OK, don't get into an LTR. You don't want her problems to become your problems. Son. Pick up heavy shit and put it down. My buddy Curtis sent me a mug in the mail it in my men's community with that printed on it. By the way, uh, Red Bull doesn't give you wings, guys. It's lat pulldowns give you wings. That's the kind of shit you want to do if you want to get big in the back. We have evolved as endurance hunter organisms. Okay? We're endurance hunters. We're endurance predators, if you will. We've evolved over the millions of years to run down antelope and then kill them and eat them. We're not designed to sit on our asses and be sedentary in front of computer screens that throw off radiation indoors with unnatural light. We get this circadian rhythm breakdown in our systems. Part of being a man and navigating the world as you grow up, son, is going to be picking up heavy shit and put it down. There is no excuse for you to do it. It takes an hour a day. You can do it five days a week. You can do it six days a week. Do it three days a week. Do it seven days a week. I don't care. Do it. Figure out a way to do it. That was um, back in the summertime. I was in Mexico. That's a cool little um, place down there. Ask me later on. I'll tell you a little bit more about it. But you throw, it's basically like Fred Flintstone stuff. You throw rocks and stuff in a bag and you pull them down. We had uh, Pat talk a little bit about TRT. I'm going to spend some time on this one. As you get older, you're going to want to optimize your endocrine system. We've got Chad on the right over here and we got somebody that looks like he has a body of a pear on the left. And as you get older, guys, I've been on TRT for the last six months. Um, I started to notice around 43, 44, and around there, not as focused, wasn't sleeping as good. I'd go to the gym, I didn't have any strength. I'd go to the gym and not wanna work out. I'd go to the gym and do some bullshit calf exercise when I was planning on doing chest, and even then I wouldn't pick up anything. And it's not just like the physical appearance. It's not just the strength and the muscle math confidence he was talking about how it affects your brain testosterone plays a big role in focus and clarity it removes mental fog there's a reason why as guys get older they run into problems like alzheimer's disease you don't ever see guys that are 20 years old getting alzheimer's disease do you they don't get it because they've got high levels high levels of testosterone when you're 20 years old your biggest problem in the morning is getting up and you got wood so hard it's admiring the chandelier and you got to stand on your head to take a leak by the way, that's one of the symptoms of low T. When you get older is you don't wake up with morning wood anymore. Okay? Increased muscle mass, healthy heart. Heart is nothing but a muscle. Guys don't get heart disease in their 20s. They only have cardiac problems as they get older because their testosterone levels decline. Strong erections, healthy libido, strong bones, plenty of energy. What happens as you get older and you're not attentive to that? You end up depressed, constant fatigue, increased risk of Alzheimer's disease, increased fat tissue. Um, There's an enzyme in your body that aromatizes testosterone to estrogen. And the fatter you get, the more belly fat that you carry, as you have more testosterone in your body, it's going to aromatize to more estrogen. Basically, that's why guys get bitch tits, you know, the man boobs and stuff like that. You get increased risk of of ED, low libido, increased risk of osteoporosis, so your bones suck. So basically, who do you want to be when you get older? Do you want to be attentive to these things? It's not that expensive. I don't know what it costs in the U.S. I'm told it's around 300 bucks. Where I live, it's about $1.80, $200 a month. Uh, it's not hard. They'll try to sell you on bullshit products like pellets, creams, nasal sprays, blah, blah, blah. None of that stuff works. The most effective way to dose and do it properly, pin yourself once or twice a week with doctor-supervised work. Okay, You're going to get your blood labs pulled every about three to four, maybe five months or so, depending on how they want to do it. And then you adjust from there. And it's not just, by the way, testosterone, guys. When they're doing this, they're checking for things like vitamin D. I was incredibly low in vitamin D when they pulled my blood labs the first time. Um, I live in Toronto, a little far. Basically, anybody north of of the tropics or south of the tropics, south of the equator, is probably going to have low vitamin D. You're going to be deficient in vitamin D. You're going to have to supplement with vitamin D. I take about 15,000 IU of vitamin D per day. It's in a spray. It's got oil base in it. It's easy to absorb. The pills don't work, by the way. You've got to have it with the oil-based spray, otherwise your body doesn't absorb it. Highly effective. Increases mood, everything else. Your body metabolizes a lot better. The last six months have been a game changer. About a year ago, I was weak, depressed, didn't have a lot of focus. You'll probably notice it if you watch some of my older videos. You know, the way the conversations flow now are a lot different than what they were back then, right? It's important to manage your endocrine system as you age because your body changes. You have to adapt. Sly, he's about 70 years old over there, guys. You wanna look like that guy? Or do you wanna look like this dude when you're 70? I pick Sly. Jeff Bezos. This is before TRT, this is after TRT. He's probably in his late 30s there, and then he realized, fuck, I'm not working properly. There's something wrong with my biology. Let's go see a doctor. You get some supervision, he turns into a cyborg. I don't know if you guys guys know who this is. This is uh, Gianluca Vucci. There you go. Gianluca Vacci. He's about 51 years old. Look at him. Dude looks like a sexy bitch. <laughs> and my all-time favorite. If you guys heard Mel Gibson on that phone call that was recorded, it was it was all over the media a number of years ago. Dude looks happy as pie there. Manage your endocrine system as you get older. You don't have to fizzle out and die. I mean, you know, you can have a great life in your later years. I know a guy that's 82 years old. He's been on TRT for 30 years. This guys, fantastic. Son, never allow the state to decide. You notice how I'm not going to say marriage. Do get married or don't get married. But never let the, let the state decide how you're going to live, what's going to happen to your access to your kids and your wealth. Bad news. Four to five divorces originate from women. Women get incredibly bored a lot faster in long-term relationships and marriages than men do. Men, it kind of like goes a little slower over time. Women, it's like, I do. Honeymoon phase, boom couple kids, boom, right? So you just have to understand that that's a a propensity of the way things usually go. 90% of alimony flows to women. 80% of custody orders are awarded to mothers. There is zero incentive in family law, the way that it's written throughout most of the Western world, for women to behave well in a divorce. 50% of first marriages fail, 75% of second marriages. I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't get in a plane with a parachute if they said, well, there's about half a chance this parachute's going to open. How can you minimize those risks? I know a lot of guys want to reproduce, they want to have kids, they want to leave a genetic legacy. I get it. Been there, done it, got a t-shirt. She has to enter your frame and you must control it. Okay, Rollo writes about this in his first book. If you haven't got it, get it. It's copy in the front. Vet her as wife material properly. And by the way, guys, even if you vet her as wife material properly, three years down the road, she could change her mind. Women always reserve the right to change their mind At any given time, that doesn't have to be consistent. Uh, Shanti Smith, he's at the back, wrote a book. There's a copy of his as well Tactical Guide to Women. Read that if you haven't. She must be a compliment to your life, not the focus. It is okay for you men to say to your woman, your wife, your girlfriend, you are to be a compliment to my life, not the focus. Let's not get that confused. It's okay to say those things. Be clear. If you're going to assert yourself, you're going to be a masculine man, you're going to navigate the world properly. Set the frame and continue it. Be red-pilled, understand women. Straightforward. Control the finances. I'm probably going to get some flack in the YouTube comments when somebody sees this later on. Hey, eh, massage is trying to control the women. Eh. No. I'm, I've been in the credit collection business for about 25 years now, and men are just better at managing money. Women aren't. You know. Um, you have to be attentive to money. And it's not just free reign, here's the ATM card, go buy whatever you want, here's a credit card, have some fun, control it, okay? Make sure that you've, that you've managed that properly. And I'm not saying be a dick, guys. If you're gonna get married and you're gonna get into a long-term relationship with, with a woman, you've still gotta control these things, but in a reasonable manner, you've gotta assert yourself. You're the man. Do not marry too far down. I talked last year in my talk about hypergamy and marrying down and that sort of stuff. And the reason why I mention that in this list here is if you marry, let's say you make $160,000 a year, you meet a nice hairdresser, she makes $30,000 a year. That's going to be a problem if you get divorced, especially in a state that's unfriendly towards men. Fact of the matter is, so you can minimize the risk with her bringing something to the table. She's got her life, she's created something, she's not going to rely on you you know, to be taken care of for the next 30 years of her life should the marriage not, you know, work out or she changes her mind. Very important to be attentive to that. Don't marry too far down if you can avoid it. You can never stop gaming your wife. Hunter Drew talks about stuff like this, okay? Marriages are hard. They're way harder than dating, than being in a long-term relationship, spinning plates. They're really hard, and most people are not good at it. Most guys are not good at it. You can't stop gaming your wife. Most guys will go, I do. They'll do the honeymoon. They'll eat the cake. Bada boom, bada bing. Move into the house. And then they start sitting back and watching sports. The hand goes down the pants. Cheeto dust on their shirt. And then that happens on Monday nights and Tuesday nights and then Friday nights and so on and so forth. You can't can't stop doing the things that you did to get her if you want to keep her. You're going to have to do the work. And it's hard work. This is important. If if you're going to take the risk of getting married, okay, make sure she's got a low lay count and lost the V card later on in her life. There's been a lot of studies that have corroborated this, okay? If you got girl A, she lost her virginity at 14 and she's got a three digit notch count versus girl B, she was 21 and has a single digit notch count, girl B is more likely to stick with you for the term of the marriage. death do us part if that's what you're vowing. Just be attentive to that if you're gonna vet them. And last but not least, live where shared custody is default. There are places in the world and you have to check with a family lawyer where you live. In fact, if you're if you're gonna get married, if you're gonna take that risk, consult with a family lawyer before you do and find out what the state says about divorces and what his experiences are with that. So at least you walk into it with your eyes wide open. Maybe you need a prenup, maybe prenups are useless where you live. But have that conversation. You've got to learn how to deal with rejection, son. Life is going to kick your ass. Things are going to happen to you. Your friends are going to double-cross you. They're going to betray you. Your girlfriend is going to break your heart into tiny little pieces. Your boss is going to throw you out three weeks after you bought your first house. All of those things happen to me at least once in my life, by the way. These are all just tests to see how bad you want shit. Some people buckle, crumble into a ball, and they start crying. Don't know what to do. Some people, you know, make the ultimate sacrifice. Okay? These are just tests. You have to learn how to deal with rejection as a man. Life is going to reject you. Women are going to reject you. Work is going to reject you. Money is going to reject you. Society is going to reject you. A lot of guys in this room already know that when they talk about red pill ideas, society rejects them. maybe even family rejects them. I've had it happen to me. I know what it's like. Ninety-eight percent of women aren't for you. A lot of guys get one itis to like the degree. And it's like, I don't know, what is there, eight billion people in the world? Something like that. Right. Let's just assume that ninety eight percent of women aren't for you. Not a good fit. They're not digging your vibe, whatever you still got at least a couple million people in the world that might be a good fit. Stop getting hung up on something that's not working out. I had a conversation last night with somebody. Girl, he, you know, he basically said to me, uh, you, know, did I, you know, did I screw up? Can I go back? He wrote this long letter, beta-type letter. Um, it, it was going to serve him no purpose, and it, and it, it basically sealed the deal. It, it basically sealed the deal in her eyes, and she was a bad fit. She had, she had daddy issues. She had, all, she had more red flags than a Chinese communist parade. Okay? Just understand that 98% of women aren't going to be for you. And that's OK. It's OK for you guys to move on. Learn how to do that. Take ownership for your life. Son, you're always going to lose money chasing women, but you'll never lose women chasing excellence. I did a video on my channel. Check it out. It's not long. It's like 10 minutes long. But you've probably heard this phrase before, and it ends with, you'll never lose women chasing money. Love people and use money, my dad says. He'll be proud of me for saying this because he thinks that I do the opposite. But if you're on your purpose, if you're chasing excellence, if you're making that your mission, women will be abundant. You'll be the one that'll be spoiled for choice if you do it properly. Son, you need to make F you money. I talked about this in a video a few weeks ago. Some guys got pissed off. How the hell am I going to become a millionaire at 40? I said... I think every guy should be able to figure out how to make a million bucks by the time they're 40. Some guys, ah, I'm 30. I might as well off myself. That's impossible. Well, let's do the math. 10 years divided by 365, it's about $270 a day. You're telling me you can't figure out a way to make $270 a day? Come on. I get it if you live in the Sahara and the Savannah and middle of Africa. But we're all living in the modern world today here. There's something that you're world class at. There's something that you're an expert at. Hopefully, you've gone through your phase of mastering. You've learned that. You can sell a program. You can teach a course, coach people. There's any number of things that you can do. I'm a big car guy. You probably noticed by the title of the channel and my Instagram. By the way, follow me on Instagram, entrepreneurs in cars. Um, (laughs) I was at an event a couple months ago back in the summertime. We got a nice, rare uh, Super Trofeo Lambo 720S and a $5 million Bugatti Chiron over there. You get to hang out with cool people, you get to make great connections, you you get to have these new opportunities in life if you surround yourself with excellence. And you can only surround yourself with excellence if you are excellent yourself. Do the work, make FU money, it's not hard. Don't make excuses, do the work. Son. Treat this life like it's the only one you get. Let's set aside what happens when you die. Some people have a vision of something else. Let's just set that aside for a minute. Let's say that you've got an hourglass with a finite number of grains of sand. And when that last grain drops, your heart stops, and you lay cold, and you're dead. You're all going to die, every single one of us. We're all going to end at some point. And life flies. I'll be 45 next month. I remember a time when I was not 45. And that doesn't seem like that long ago, but to the younger men out there, and you can ask the older guys sitting in the room right now or even later on tonight, time flies a lot faster than you think. Be attentive to it. Live a purposeful life. Too many guys sleepwalk through life, letting other people make choices and decisions for them that are not beneficial to them. I have to flick some boogers at single mommies because Anthony really wanted me to. I'm not going to do it myself this time. Last year's video, you can check it out. But do not LTR a single mommy. Play them. That's it. Don't date them. Don't LTR them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some opportunities to check out some comments from some people that have commented in my most popular video or one of my most popular videos. There's like, I don't know, 10,000 comments. So I pulled a few out. We'll just highlight a few of them. This guy over here, no ability to appreciate anything I do for them. If I am in the middle of doing something for them, they are sweet. If I am not, I'm a piece of furniture or a piece of electronics that they turn on or off. It's tough. 100% correct. Was with a single mom for 17 years and it was a constant battle and I was never right and she basically wouldn't cooperate with me on anything and always chose her son's bad behavior over me. I gave it my all and it made no difference. This guy over here says, has to be the stupidest thing I've ever done. (laughs) This guy, there's some cold hard truth right over here. Simon says, seriously, if anybody here needs another reason not to date a single mom, hear this. Dude, you're raising somebody else's kid. What the fuck is wrong with you? Your genes will go extinct. Your name will disappear while the dude's genes and name will continue on. Just thinking about that drives me crazy. This one over here. This one hurt me when I broke up with my single mommy. After the relationship ended, I swore that I would never date a woman with kids again. Worst thing was I got really attached to her kids after sorry, her her girls, and after we broke up, you never see them again. They're not your kids. You're just an accessory. Do not LTR or marry a single mommy. Son, you're gonna deal with haters as a man navigating this world, especially if you chase excellence, if you're putting a dent in the universe. People are going to judge you. They're going to criticize you. When you get harshly judged and criticized, always ask yourself if you would trade your life for that of the critic. If you wouldn't, understand the critic is jealous and trying to take you down. People never get jealous of losers. They want to be you. That's why they're trying to take you down. They will come at you. You have to know how to deal with it, like water off a duck's back. I love this one. Don't ever worry about society thinking that you're weird. Society is basic, mindless dog shit and thoroughly fucking brainwashed. blue pill thinking at its best. Everybody knows Fight Club, it's a great movie. Son, as a man, you have 100% responsibility and 0% authority. Hundreds of years ago, we had responsibility and authority as men. You were the man. It was your house, it was your castle. Now, you don't have that anymore. You still have the responsibility. You still have to perform, still have to be a man, man up. You have no authority. That's the world that we live in today. It's a dangerous place. We've talked about it a little bit this week, and we're going to hear a few more talks on it. Don't want to mill on this one too much, though. Son, the burden of performance is 100% on you. It's a tweet I put out a couple weeks ago. Women don't care about the struggle, they hang out at the finish line and they fuck the winners. <laughs> I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Women don't care about the struggle, they hang out at the finish line and they fuck the winners. And it's interesting. If you ever wanna get feedback on an idea or a notion, post it on social media, post it on Twitter, post it on Instagram, and watch what people do. Women were like, yeah, so? (laughs) You're just angry because you're not at the finish line. Right? And then there's guys that come along, oh, come on, you know, white knightings. It's, it's, it's very, very predictable. But guys, I want you to understand the burden of performance is on you. Okay. You still have to be a man. You still have the responsibility to deliver. Only women, children, and dogs are loved utterly unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he can provide something. If you haven't seen Chris Rock's Tambourine, the latter half of the stand-up comedy routine on Netflix, he talks about his divorce and what really happened. Before you get married, if you're going to get married, watch that, okay? This is a true story. Women can fuck up. Children can break things. Your dog can get into the fridge and eat the margarine and shit all over the house and be a retarded dog. It doesn't matter. They're forgiven. They're loved unconditionally. You're, you know, your kids can go in your garage and kick over your motorcycle and fuck it right up. Doesn't matter. It's your kid, loved unconditionally. Wives, how many, how many guys have I talked to? How many guys have I coached where their wives have gone out and they fucked Chad Thundercock, and they want to forgive them? You're only loved under the condition that you're useful. The minute that you don't become useful, see you later. Lots of stories on that. I'll share one real quick. Dated a single mommy. Divorced her husband. I always like to ask, so how come you guys didn't work out? Have that conversation if you ever date a single mommy. How come you guys didn't work out? Uh, you know, he just wouldn't keep working. He kept quitting his job. You know, he said people would bees mean to him. And then she was making fun of him, like, you know, people were be you know, bees mean to him, sort of thing. Guy quits his job three, four times in a row at some point. She's gonna say, fuck it, I don't need him. I got the kids. I have a good income. He's gotta pay child support. Family law says that I'm covered. We're done here. You have a burden of performance as a man. You can't sit back. You can't put your feet up. You have to perform constantly. Son, stop giving fucks to things that aren't fuck worthy. Jack Donovan, I don't know if he's in here, but I know he's here this weekend. He's speaking the next day. Read his blog, I Don't Care. Just search for it on Google. It it comes up right at the top. Uh, Profound. I'm not going to get into it. Build your tribe. Build your tribe. We live in an us versus them world, regardless of what society, media, feminism is trying to tell people. Oh, let's all be kind and save the turtles and make sure we get rid of straws. Okay. I like turtles. I don't want them to get hurt either. But am I really going to have that much impact if I don't put a straw in my cup? Build your tribe. Speaking of Jack Donovan, he's a guy that actually walks the talk and does what he says he's going to do. If you've read The Way of Man and Becoming a Barbarian, he actually built a tribe. Bought land, put dudes on it, they hang out together, and they do shit. That's what men do. That's what we've done for millions of years. We're tribal. Build your tribe. Whether it's your tribe, your people here, you join a private men's community, whatever it is that you do, build a tribe. These guys have your back. Fuck what they think. Rule number one in life. Fuck what they think. Everybody's going to offer an opinion or view. And it's to modify your behavior. If you're a grown-ass adult and you got a brain in your head and your feet work and you can walk around and do things, you, you have the right to do what you want. Let them think whatever they want. Go back to the other point where I said, you know, I was talking about the critics. Would you trade your life with people that are criticizing you? That's some profound shit. I want you to think about that for just one minute. Think about the last person that criticized and judged you. Said, why are you shaving your head? You look better with hair. I don't like that outfit. You should get rid of that jacket. It doesn't look good on you, blah, blah, blah. Why are you spending money on that? Why did you buy that car? We need this for that and that and the other thing. You should buy that car. Would you trade your life with those people that judge and criticize you and told you to behave differently? Think about it. I'll tell you what, if my phone rang right now, and somebody like Trump said, hey, saw one of your videos, I got some feedback for you. All right, I'm going to listen. Guy's a billionaire, hot wife, president of the United States. Okay, I want to hear what he has to say. (laughs) The retard on YouTube that has access to the internet and a keyboard, that thinks he knows something, I'm not interested. Consider it. It's your life, fellas. Make it the focus. Nobody else is going to make it the focus for you. We always try to sacrifice ourselves for other people, for our relationships, for our women. They don't do the same for you. It's not, it's not reciprocal. Okay, put yourself on a pedestal. You are the prize. Pat mentioned that this morning. You are the prize. Act like it, behave like it, fucking live it. Son, you started out as a winner. What is it, hundreds of thousands, millions of these little bastards? You started out as a winner. You're telling me you can't end as one? Thank you. I'm going to take some questions in a moment. We've got about 20 minutes or so. I just want to mention I'm building a private men's community. It's for you if you're not a snowflake, you want to chase excellence, and you want to become a better version of yourself. There's a lot of guys here today uh, that are here because I've mentioned this conference and they bought tickets. Talk to them, they'll probably mention. They're pretty easy to spot. I have premium videos, stuff that I don't upload to YouTube, content that's not politically correct enough for it, so I put them behind the paywall. Monthly Q&As with me, discussion forum, and a private Facebook group. I'm going to leave that up, and I'm going to open the floor to comments or questions if you guys want to hit the mic. Let me know what's up, what your thoughts are. Damn, it's bright. Good, hey, hey, man. I like Thank you. It. Um, I want to see if I can put you on the spot. Yeah. Right. I heard you say in a red man group um, that game is important. Yes. Right. Looks versus game versus money. Yeah. I've also heard you say um, that that you want to make your weakness your work. I think you, you said make that. your wounds your work. Make your wounds your work. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's different. Yeah. Um, but okay. So let's say hypothetically speaking that game is maybe your not your strong suit. Okay, but to practice that isn't that sort of chasing women for at least a little while, uh, or would you rather be focused on you know building your empire, something like that? Well, if you if you're building, if if you're chasing your excellence, building your empire, you're on your purpose. Women will be abundant. You don't have to be Chad. You don't have to have a great head of hair, right? You've got a great beard, by the way. I like that. I appreciate but, that. You don't, you don't have to be as attentive to those things. I'm not sure that I'm following the challenge, but what I'm basically saying is, if you're on your purpose, if you're on your mission, if you're working on your shit, you're going to be spoiled for choice if you're doing it right. If you're not spoiled for choice and you find that you've been doing it, you're chasing excellence, you're putting a dent in the universe, there's something missing somewhere, okay? I don't know, maybe it's something in your self-care regime. Maybe you get out of the shower and you look down and you can't see your Johnson. I don't know, but there's something missing somewhere. Richard, Charles, your beard is fucking savage, man. You have to thank uh, George. I don't know where he is, but he just cleaned it up. Oh yeah, but anyway, to my real question. So, Monday I introduced my dad to the red pill through your video last year. Be better. Yeah. Um, going forward, how do I, I guess keep you know. You know, giving the red pill to him. Do I just give him more videos or talk? Actually, talked about just. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. Um, I think we've covered it a few times in red man groups and our Rolo's talked about it before I have uh, Donovan, Um, you can't cram the red pill down somebody's throat if they're not ready for it. You know, the teacher always appears when the student's ready. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay to, you know, send some signals, Hey, you know, I know that you've got one itis or, you know, probably not going to say one itis. I know you're still heartbroken over your girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned these things. Let's have a conversation about this soundbite and see how they respond. Then you can kind of go from there. So back to the point of your dad. I mean. Is he is he interested in becoming a better version of himself? Does he does he want to work on himself? Does he want to fix the trauma? Is is he still stuck? Does he want to get unstuck? Right. And he if follows he's a lot to follow Tony up, Robbins. Sorry. He likes to follow Tony Robbins. Meh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So do a billion other people. Yeah. Um, but they don't uh, actually do anything with that information, right? Right. Um, I'll say this. He called me up. He told me that he watched the whole video, and I asked him what he got out of it, which is. And the thing he got is, I'll start to manage my own fucks for the day. Well, one day at a time, right? Right. But, you, you know, you keep him in check. A month later, three months later, a year later, is he still managing his fucks? Mm-hmm. You know, I, um, I get challenged by my dad a lot. You know, he's in the autumn years of his life. He's in his mid-70s. And, um, you know, he always used to um, he used to you know, preach, like, the Brian Tracy stuff and, you know, chase mm-hmm. excellence and do the work and take ownership. And um, I challenge him back now. And that's okay you know because i've because i've actually put myself in a position where i can do that and i'll challenge him on his health and his self-care mm-hmm. and how serious he is about it and i'll call him out on it and i think you should i mean it's family man blood is thicker than water right right thanks pops you're welcome I mean, god damn it <laughs> hey how are you? Yeah, are there any sources out there where you can find out about divorce laws around the world? I mean, what countries are still pro-marriage and pro-men? Yeah, I think if you'd kind of go down the rabbit hole and start Googling it, you'll find uh, a lot of Eastern European countries are still friendly to fathers. Um, I don't know where it is in um, Australia, Asia, but there's some places where it's default shared custody. There was a law in Canadian Parliament when I was getting divorced that I was hopeful for that they threw in the garbage that was going to make default shared custody. Basically, no parent is more important than the other. Both parents play a role in the kids' lives. For a child to be productive and useful in society, they do a lot better, statistically speaking, being raised by both parents, whether it's in separate homes. Obviously, it's better together. Uh, but there's some states. Actually, Florida is a good state that's uh, friendly to fathers. Uh, if you live in, I think, Georgia, California, there's, some, there's a whole list of states that are high, like hostile to men. Men go through the divorce machine. They end up living in their parents' basement. And they don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. So again, if you're going to wife somebody up, be attentive to where you live and understand what you're walking into. Because most guys will walk into a marriage thinking, well, I just did what I was always told to do. And I said, I do. And I was a stand-up guy. But I don't understand why she was fucking her boss. right?" Be attentive to where you live. I think it's important that if you're going to wipe somebody up, that you live in a state or somewhere that's friendly to fathers. Richard, thanks for your presentation. Thanks for the EIC community you're putting together. Thank you. Um, what uh, life or business lessons have you learned from the experiments, like posting videos on YouTube that have turned out to be wild successes? You know, I was, I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago. It's kind of interesting that you asked that. Um, okay, so here's, so here's some of the lessons. People are lazy. People are really a lot more lazy than what I thought. They don't want to do the work. I think you're at an incredible advantage. I mean, if you're here today and you said, fuck it, I bought a ticket, I flew down here, I drove here, whatever it is, however it is that you found your way here, you've got an advantage over everybody else out there that's sitting around picking their nose wondering why their girlfriend did what they did and betrayed them sort of thing. So number one, I think people are incredibly lazy. They're not really willing to do the work. Number two. They're not willing to make fu money. It's too hard. Everything is too hard. Oh, I'm at a disadvantage. Oh, I came from a single mother house. Oh, I work in the post office. Uh, uh, you know, fill in the blank. Um, look up Sean Stevenson. S e a n s t e p h s o n. Look up Sean Stevenson on my channel. I did an interview with him. He's about three feet tall. He lives in a wheelchair. He's broken all the bones in his body about a thousand times. When he sneezes, he can break his bones. He's a clinical psychologist, very successful. He charges $10,000 to international speakers to coach them on how to have an impact. The guy pulls on your heartstrings when he speaks. He's very powerful. And I put him on the channel specifically because I got tired of listening to people make excuses rather than doing the work. Because here I have the optics of a man three feet. He's got a gorgeous wife, by the way married to a gorgeous woman, highly successful in his career, makes tons of money, spoiled for choice, has a great network of people. And there's some guys out there telling me, well, I can't do it because I was raised by a single mommy. Or there's guys out there going, well, you know, I'm genetically this or that, or I can't because of this disadvantage. And it's like, the point that I was making in that video is you need to take ownership for your life. You're in the driver's seat, nobody's gonna hand you shit. People, like honestly, people have disappointed me enlighten me at the same time. I get enlightened by people here, you know, the last couple of days, like, ah, you know, me? I'm here today because of you. It's like, wow, I didn't know I had that much impact. Because a couple of days ago I was reading the comments and somebody called me an asshole. <laughs> you don't listen to the haters. Most people aren't willing to do the work. Doing work is hard, very hard. But the rewards are big. You get to hang out with people that drive $5 million Bugattis. right? Great talk, Richard. Um, I'm about twenty three thousand dollars into cryptocurrency. Yeah, I literally got in right when crypto hit like eighteen grand. I got in right at the top, and it plummeted. It can't get over six. Yeah. Um, do you feel like there's a future in cryptocurrency, or should I cut my losses and and maybe look for another vehicle? Oh wow, you're looking for investment advice now. Um, <laughs> I have. Well, I know so, you did a video on it. Yeah. But... Okay. So speaking from experience, I've got about five percent of my cash—not cash, but five percent of my wealth—in crypto. 95% of that is Bitcoin. Okay. Um, I think Bitcoin has some value. Um, my, my view on it is watch what happens when the bubble pops with the stock market and we'll see if crypto, like that'll be the real stress test. Is, like, is it really digital gold? Because if it is, people will pile into that and you'll see it instead of 18,000, it'll be 50,000. It's entirely possible for that. Uh, it, it has use, it has practical use and application. I use my cryptocurrency mm-hmm. often. Whenever I can buy something at a discount, If I want to be anonymous, I use cryptocurrency. Right. So, um, do I think there's a future? Yeah. But it's going to take mass adoption. It's going to take the plebs of the world, our moms and dads and our cousins and aunts and uncles that, you know, know how to turn on their cable TV box and switch a channel to find the same ease in it for it really to like explode. I wouldn't go too far into it. I've managed to keep mine around 5% of my wealth and that's it. Okay. I mean, you're gonna invest what you're willing to lose. I think at six grand, it's an incredible bargain though. Okay, yeah. thank you, my Stay father well. from another mother. Thanks. <laughs> Richard, thank you for all the videos and all the advice you give all of us. Just a quick question, what would be your advice for someone who wants to go into becoming an entrepreneur even though they have a career they enjoy but they know that slowly or even in a fast way, becoming an entrepreneur is going to be more rewarding and better for them in the long run. How would you advise someone to start? How would I advise somebody to become an entrepreneur? Um, well, first of all, you're going to have to do something that you are absolutely passionate about and love. Because you're going to get kicked down a lot. Uh, it's really hard. It's it's like, probably like, aside from getting divorced, for me anyway, I think entrepreneurship is probably like number two. Getting divorced was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and that says a lot. So if a lot of people have been divorced, just think, you know, it's fucking hard, but it's not quite as hard as that for, for some people if you have an acrimonious divorce. So that's the first thing. Uh, do something that, um, that you're absolutely passionate about because there's going to be times where you're the marketing guy, the salesperson, the fulfillment dude, the office cleaner that empties the garbage bins and vacuums the floor. You're going to do all that shit for a long time with not a lot of pay. Um, so there's that part. It's got to offer value to people. Like people have to be willing to give you money. If you're going to create a business, they have to want to throw money at you, <laughs> just chuck it at you all the time. Because like, wow, that's some great shit. Give it to me. Give me some more. Right? You, you know, you want to be a billionaire, solve a problem for a billion people, and charge them a dollar, sort of thing. Are you solving problems? Is you know the big thing? Because I see one of the biggest things that I see holding dudes back when I'm coaching them on their businesses is they like to create a uh, a hobby and then they call it a business. Right? And if people aren't willing to give you money for your business, it's just a hobby that you're not getting paid for. So I think it's incredibly important to make sure people are willing to give you money for whatever it is that you're solving. A couple other things, just real quick. One, subscription revenue, meaning you don't have to keep going out and hunting and eating what you kill. A lot of uh, people will create a business where it's like, let's take real estate. For example, you sell the $3 billion house, you get your commission. Now you're hunting down for the next you know, deal sort of thing. That's why a lot of these guys make teams. So there's that. So subscription revenue for me is useful. I mean, it's part of the reason why I created a men's community. 10 bucks a month, it's like a Netflix membership. As more people pile in, it grows. right? I'm, I'm still putting out the same content every single month. Okay, It's just we have a larger community. There's more engagement. Everybody gets more use out of it. So I think that's incredibly important too. And I don't like moving physical products. You have problems with physical products. They break in the mail. People return them. They say they never arrived. All kinds of stuff like that. Cost goes up when the cost of oil goes up. So I like moving information. Um, or services. Excellent. My main business is a service. What I do on the channel turn into information. I kind of just like slipped into it when I was talking about entrepreneurs and their success rides, and people just kept asking me questions. So it's like, okay, well, my time is valuable. I like to charge for this. Excellent, right. great advice. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hey man, uh, really great speech by the way. Um, so on your second point about LTRs with the uh, uh, attention-seeking women, uh, yeah, I'm a younger guy. Most women my age are attention-seeking. Attention you know, they have Instagram and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. like, am I just screwed, or? No. Um, <laughs> if, if you're a, a high-value guy, on his purpose, chasing excellence, making money, putting a dent in the universe, women are showing you attention, you're within your right. I mean, if you're talking to a chick that you like, and maybe you want to LTR her, right? Like, is that what you're asking me? Well, I'm 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 asking you know like because they're all attention seeking and then you yeah. like, don't go into an LTR with them. So I mean, like yeah. don't have a kid or. Well, if you have a girl that's posting selfies daily of, I don't know if I can go back fast enough, but just to kind of get to the the point, <laughs> it's gonna take a while. So Where, do you drive any new new cars this time or? Yeah, I drove a McLaren 720s. I'm hooked. Oh, nice. Such a bad move. I shouldn't have taken the, the keys. <laughs> okay, well let's take, you know, like these girls over here, right? Oh, it's going faster than I I stopped. Huh? Anyway, you get the idea. It's it's you know the girls that are doing this, and it's multiple daily, and it's like I just got out of breakfast meeting, and here's a picture of me, and two hours later I just did it, and here's a picture of that, and it's like nine hundred likes, a thousand likes. Oh, girl, you're so beautiful. I can't. There's fucking dudes slipping into her DMs all day long. There's a pipeline of penis going right into her DMs, looking for her attention, and she's loving it. So if you're so if you're thinking about LTRing a woman that has a social media presence, my take on it would be like: hey, if you're not selling something, a product or a service and building an audience to offer stuff to, there is no reason for you to publicly post this stuff. Okay? I don't, I don't want to be in an LTR with a woman. That's advertising, hey, look at me, I'm available. Right? right that's yeah. that's within your right. And she and she wants to fall into your frame, right? She wants to follow you. She wants to look up to you. She wants to be with a giant. And if you put your foot down and clean that up and she toes a line, you got somebody that you can work with. If she raises the middle finger and says, No, I like the attention, she's a plate at best. You just have to like you have to guard your time as a man. Again. This is your only life. As far as you know, it's all we got. Grains of the sand drop. Do you want to spend your time dealing with a woman that's constantly seeking validation and attention from the outside world? I know I don't. I don't have time for that shit. It's a plate. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. We're good? I think that's about all we got. Sweet. Excellent, Mr. Cooper. I got a question. For all right, you. let's give it up for Richard Cooper.